it's the next level. You need a plan. I want to be on the radio. He wants to be on radio. But to be on the radio, you have to have a voice. You have to have some verbal ability. You hardly ever say a word. I talk. This is ridiculous. I don't understand. You need to grow up. Is that Pat? No way. Oh man, I love that guy. We'll put no more tears on the label. But it does make you cry. I know. Now for the show that's truly too hot to handle. It's the Melting Pack, and it starts right now. You're listening to the Melting Pack. Here's your host, Pat Johnson. Why, thank you, Jerome. Hey, friends, welcome to the show, the Melting Pack, here on the Next Level Network. Today, I think we have a lot going on today. We're going to talk about Pokemon a little bit. Pokemon, however you want to say it. 25 years of the franchise. That's a lot. So we'll talk about that just a little bit. Why did I mention that first? I don't know. I don't know. We got some sports notes. Hopefully the captain will join us as well. We have a song from our friends, the Nearly Deads. And what else we got here? Oh, I got a, uh, I don't know if I want to call it fan mail, but somebody sent me a question and I'm going to answer it. And um, yeah, that's what's happening today. Good stuff, I think. I don't know. Uh, but we got to start with some real stuff. It's nothing sad. It's like news things. So let's do that. I'm not going to dive too deeply into this because uh, I don't want to. But the uh, <laughs> the COVID relief bill has been approved. As far as I can tell, direct payments are coming. Maybe by next week. Maybe some of you already have them. I don't know. When did he sign it? I think uh, the president signed it when? Wednesday or Thursday? I don't know. Uh, but anyway, it passed, so we should be getting some uh, some direct payments. I don't know, what are they, 1400 for single people and 2800 for households or something, and children get something or other. I'm not sure. Um, I will say it is kind of weird that there are income limits on it, because I've said before, don't let anyone tell you the government doesn't have the money to pay for it, because they do. They really do. And if they really wanted, if the man, that is, really wanted to get this uh, finally under control, we would all get monthly payments to stay home and get our vaccines and, uh, you know, let the, uh, what is, what's the phrase, flatten the curve? Kind of, yes, numbers are going down, but they're still, they're still up there. So, you know, be careful. All right. Um, yeah. So some relief is on the way. I'm fortunate uh, that it's not been, uh, not been that much of a stretch, but, you know, I mean, I've said this before also that I don't want to say that there are good things about this, but working from home since last April has been the greatest thing for me. So I'm more productive. I get a lot more other things done. Um, things other than work, I should say. Uh, so yeah, I've been able to uh, just get some a lot done. So it's worked out for me. I will say whenever I have to go back to my office, which will be probably July or August, uh, that's going to be like the longest day of my entire life. So, although I don't know, because the kid, I guess it depends how much time I take off for the kiddo. All right. So the kid's due in May. So I get, I think, six weeks of 
paternity leave. So where does that put me? Say we're mid-May when the kid's born. So I don't know. Four weeks is what? Mid-June? Late June? So then, yeah, into July. And then probably what's going to happen is by the time my paternity leave is over, I'm going to have to go back to the office. And then that like that's just going to be a whole different level of suck, right? Because first of all, I don't want to go back to the office. I don't like working in an office. I much prefer doing all my own stuff by myself and just being available if somebody has to call me or whatever. Um, I don't like sitting around to everybody and have to hear all their and uh, deal with all that. I've gotten in some, uh, I don't want to say in trouble, but I've been uh, spoken to about a couple of incidents over the last couple of years. So uh, I'm not going to, I don't want to rush back is what I'm saying. Um, I don't know. But, but then, you know, then I'll miss the kiddo and all this. Apparently that's a thing for parents. I don't know. This is my first and uh, probably only go around at this. So I guess I can't screw them up. I don't know. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So if they really wanted to uh, to keep this under control, get this finally locked down and, and uh, get us out of this, they'd pay us all to stay home. They would have done that months ago. But hey, I'm just a guy who says stuff. You know, it's all good. Um, and a lot of people are getting vaccinated. Many people I know have been fully vaccinated. So that's awesome. Good for you. And also, maybe I should have saved the fanfare, uh, but also you can hang out in small groups, maskless, if you'd like, if you uh, are all fully vaccinated. I think it's if everyone in the group is fully vaccinated, right? I'm not sure. One uh, one time I read it was, if you're vaccinated, you can hang out without a mask with people who wear masks. And if you're not vaccinated, you just still wear a mask. I don't I don't know. I don't know what the what the final ruling on that is. But um, again, good for you if you are vaccinated. I am not yet. So for now, I need you to do me a favor and Stay the hell away from me. thank you to Double Identity for that. Uh, yes, just don't come near me yet. I'm not, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm not ready to get back to society. I think that's it too. Like I've grown so grown, yeah, so accustomed to uh, what I've been doing, really like being with myself, getting my stuff done. And I don't know. I just feel like, well, I know that once I go back to what I was doing before, you know, commuting and traveling and whatnot, the time that I had to, uh, let's put it weirdly and say express myself creatively, will be gone. So, well, I mean, the, the free time is gone anyway with the kiddo. But yeah, I'm a little, I'm more than a little anxious about uh, rejoining society at large. Um, I will say I'm keeping the mask on, though. I have not been sick in a year, maybe longer. And I just think it's a good idea to uh, to keep the mask on because y'all are gross. Not anyone in particular, but like in general, people are gross, right? There are more diseases than just COVID that can be transmitted through the air. And so I figured, why not? I'll keep the mask on while I'm commuting, traveling, what have you, and hopefully stay uh, healthy that way. When I first moved to this neighborhood, I noticed there is, uh, well, there's a large Asian population in my neighborhood. Uh, yeah, I see people wearing masks, and well, before any of this started, two things that I think the Asian community has nailed while uh, walking around outside, wearing masks and carrying parasols. Because I was walking one morning, and I'm like, man, it's really sunny, what can I do? And here comes a woman uh, wearing, <laughs> wearing a mask with a parasol, and I'm like, damn, she is probably not feeling the sun at all. 
I should probably do that. But can I get away with carrying a parasol? Wearing a mask is one thing. But can me, can I, I, me, my, myself, there you go, Brian, um, can I get away with carrying a parasol? I feel like that's another thing for me to lose. Like that's, that's why I don't like to carry a lot of stuff around, because if I have to put it down to do something, there is a 97% chance I'm not going to remember to pick it back up. It's just not going to happen. It's just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah, if you're vaccinated, good for you. That's awesome. I'm not yet, so back off for now, all right? Uh, <laughs> but we're coming around. We are getting to the end of this whole mess. I know a lot of people are, uh, well, struggling, and a lot of people are uh, dealing with a lot of stuff. So hopefully um, some of this news is good for you, and it means that uh, we're coming to the end. We're not there yet. Like, we can't. We'll get to it later about the Texas Rangers. We'll talk about that. But, you know, don't rush things too soon because not everybody has access to what uh, what we need. So everybody relax, play it cool, and I think we're going to be fine. All right? Do I know that for sure? Uh, of course not. Nobody does. But, yeah, just play it cool. Relax, would you? Come on. Come on. All right. Um... Where was I going with that? We were going to the fan mail. That's where we were. So uh, I actually had a bunch of these saved for a future episode, which I just recorded the other day. And this one jumped out at me, and I figured I can answer it here today. And uh, mainly because I forgot to do it on the on the episode I recorded on one of Monday or Tuesday or whatever. Um, so I'll do this one here. Somebody asks, do you ever miss your apartment? Do I miss the actual place? No, because it was falling apart, and the landlord didn't do anything to fix it. It didn't seem to care. And so it was just like, all right, well, things are not great, but, you know, it is what it is. I do miss that it's closer to a lot of things. Um, well, the walk to the bus was shorter, but the bus ride was longer. But when it's like raining or snowing or something like that, uh, I much preferred the shorter walk to the bus, for sure. And just, we were, I mean, it kind of sucked. It was noisy, but this neighborhood's noisy as hell too. Uh, Cause we were right on a big intersection around here. So that kind of sucked, but we were close to things. We could walk to most things. Um, if somebody wanted to come hang out, it was easy for them to get here and all that. Didn't have the parking trouble I have right now with, uh, with all the other stuff. So, I mean, there are definitely... Some things I do miss about it, you know, things were simpler. Everything was on one floor, which uh, I didn't realize how lazy I would get living in in, uh, in that situation for so many years. When we got here, it's like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, I got to use the stairs? Either way, up or down. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so that's that's a little dumb thing that I uh, that I do miss. But, I mean, yeah, things were simpler. It also... Kind of takes me back to a simpler time in my life, uh, which is good. You know, that was when I first really got this big boy job where I started making real money and was not freaking out over expenses and whatnot. So that was really cool, kind of getting that, um, getting over that hurdle, as it were. So if your question is, do I miss living physically in that space? That answer is no. But do I miss the simplicity of it all? Yeah, a little bit. And I was thinking about this recently, and recently could be like two years ago now, but it's weird how like you live somewhere for so long, and then once you move out of there, like if it's not a family home or something, like if it's not your mom or dad's house or whatever, 
Like that's a place you spent a good chunk of your life. Well, I guess relatively speaking, but you spent a chunk of your life in one place. And once you're gone, you can just never go back. And that's always weird to me. Like, I just can never go back to that place ever again, unless I somehow by what's the word serendipity? Is that the right one? Uh, you know, know somebody who moves in there and he says, hey, come hang out. Um, although that's kind of weird. That would be really strange. If that happens, I will let you know for sure. They're like, hey, this guy lives in my old apartment and he wants us to come over. Um, that would be kind of wacky. But, you know, yeah, it's just weird. I can never go back to that place again. Not that the landlord would have me because he was very mad when we left, understandably, but he was also kind of a <laughs> So, I don't know. We all won and lost in that arrangement, I, th I think. <laughs> but yeah, it's just weird. Like, I can never go back. There are some parts of it I do miss, uh, some parts of where we were, but in general, I enjoy where we are now. I mean, it's noisy, a little noisy for my taste, but I think I need to move to the country. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the plan. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of uh, house upgrades and whatnot, the landlord here approved me to have a new breaker put in on my box so I can safely run a space heater. I mentioned probably about a month ago, maybe two months ago, that it's uh, you know getting cold down here, or it was getting cold down here. So I got a space heater. I ran it for about six minutes. It tripped my breaker. And the problem with that is there's one breaker for down here. Well, the, there's one for like the washer and one for the dryer. Those are the big ones. But the other one is both of my computers, my personal computer and my work computer, the router for the internet. And is that all? Um, oh, and I mean, obviously like the board and stuff for my show and whatnot. But yeah, that's all on the same breaker. And so that I ran the heater for about six minutes and it tripped the breaker. So I had to reset it and everything, uh, you know, everything shut off. So I lost some, so I didn't lose anything, but um, yeah, it was just a whole mess. And I'm like, well, I don't want to do that again. And I've, uh, I've heard from several people that using a, uh, a power strip doesn't really help a lot. And it's not recommended by any manufacturer because, you know, you'll blow up the strip. You don't blow it up, but um, short the strip. I think that's the, that's the term I'm supposed to use there. But yeah, so that sucked. And, <laughs> and I couldn't have that. Like I couldn't run the heater and then every five, six, maybe 10 minutes have to reboot everything. That was not going to work. Um, and also I could have gotten really unlucky because remember when I told you about the painters who tripped my breaker, which still just boggles my mind how they did that. What happened with that was it had gotten stuck and the only way to unstick it, i.e. turn the power back on, was to take off the panel and flip the switch back because it had gotten, I don't know how it got stuck. It like defied the laws of anything, but, um, and I don't feel comfortable taking off the panel from the breaker box because I, like electricity is something I don't mess with. Electricity and plumbing, generally things I don't mess with because, well, I don't know enough about either of them to do it safely and properly. So that would have been a hassle to wait for the repair guy however long that could have taken. We're like, hey, can you do this? So um, I was talking to him. I said, hey, can I do this? Is this a thing I could do? Could I add a breaker to run a space heater on its own line and not have to worry about it tripping any other breaker? And he said, yeah, there's space for it. So I talked to my landlord and she said, yes, you can do it. First, she said, I had to kind of fight with her, which is weird because um, he's usually pretty, uh, pretty okay with all the stuff we ask for, like ask to have done. And like we're getting fencing put up, hopefully soon. I got to talk to them about that. Um, 
But this one was like, oh, the owner says uh, we're not sure. We don't know. And finally, I was like, all right, will the owner approve it if I pay for it? And she was like, let me ask. So she got back to me. She says, yes, do it. Just use a licensed electrician. You could do it. So it's something. It's a worthy expense, in my opinion, if I'm going to be spending a lot of time down here. Um, although, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, although I should have it put in anyway, just in case. But now that I'm thinking about it, if I'm not going to be working down here and I'll just be like doing the show, so I'll be down here, what, an hour and a half, two hours at a time, maybe. So I don't know if it's worth it that way, but um, having another breaker, another outlet down here in case I need to run something else would be beneficial. So I still think it's a worthy expense. I'm still going to do it. I don't know when, but hopefully it'll warm up sooner than later so I don't have to rush the guy over here. Um, but all that to, well, to connect it to the question, if my former landlord had owned this house, all the repairs that we've had done, all the, the work that we've had, the improvements we've made to the place, none of that would have happened. It never would have been fixed. If we had a problem, the same thing happens all the time. Well, did when I would call him and say, Hey, uh, something stopped working, whatever. First thing out of his mouth. Hey, do you know anybody? Nobody. That's why I called you. So I'm grateful that we have a system here in place where we can actually get things done. So is that a long way to say I kind of missed my apartment? Yes, but there you go. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to call that part of the show. I don't know what we're going to put on for the timestamp, but we made it out of, uh, I don't know. Well, thanks for the question. That's what I'll say. Yeah, again, I have uh, several more of those in an episode that I just recorded the other day. When is it going to be out? I don't know. Probably sometime after the kiddo, because, um, yeah, I think I've mentioned on here that I started recording some episodes where it's just one topic, nothing really timely, just in case I don't have the time or energy or whatever to do a real episode one week. I have some of those uh, in the can, as it were, ready to go. So that is one of them. Again, no idea when it's coming out, but I hope that when it does, uh, whatever is preventing me from doing an episode is good and not terrible. All right, so there you go. Um, sounds like we're going to get ready to go to break right there with our song, but we're not going to do that just yet. I want to talk a little bit about Pokemon 25 and then uh, a bit of news, a bit of bummer news, and then our song. All right, the bummer is it's not for anybody I know, but it'll connect to the song maybe? Well, to the anyway, Pat, nobody cares. Just talk about the thing. You're right. You are right. So in, well, this month, actually, Pokemon celebrated its 25th birthday, the franchise that has spanned eight generations of games and a card game and TV shows and movies and all kinds of stuff. I think there's an amusement park or there was several years ago somewhere in Japan. Maybe it's still there. I don't know. I've never been. But um, yeah, just kind of amazing how this simple role-playing game can, pun intended, evolve into this massive global empire. And I still play it. I just started recently playing Pokemon X, which is, what is it, Generation 6, um, which I'd never played before. I'm enjoying it very much. So I, when I was doing my Pokemon stuff, right, I started with Generation 1, red and blue, right, Squirtle for life. And then... <laughs> Years later, had played uh, the third and second games in that order, and then didn't play another new one until Generation 7, which was moon, Sun and Moon, was Gen 7. So 
there are literally hundreds of monsters I have I know nothing about. And then, you know, the new one is on Switch, and I don't have that. But um, I hope you're enjoying Sword and Shield if you have them. So there you go. If you're celebrating in your own way. I, uh, man. You know, I've always thought about asking this as a question. What's a video game you wish you could go back and play for the first time? Then I think, well, maybe that's a little too niche. Even for me. Even for this show, I should say. But yeah, if there's a game, if I can just pick one, there's one game I can go back to and play for the first time, it's Pokemon Blue. Absolutely. Uh, just the, I don't know, maybe because I was 10 at the time, or were we 10 or 9 or 10 or whatever when it came out? Was it 98 when it came to the States? So yeah, it was about 9 or 10. And I was just like, whoa, this is so awesome. And just like the the discovery of it was so cool, like going through all these different places and talking to your friends who got further than you and hey, what about this? How do I get past this guy? How do I do this? Where do I find this? Right? Little things. This was like, the internet was a thing, but it wasn't like I can Google something right now and have the the answer or or a guide in, you know, six seconds. Like it took, uh, it took some doing to figure this stuff out. No, oh, back in my day. Sorry. 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 Um, but yeah, I would absolutely, if I could go back and play it for the first time all over again, I would. Definitely. All the cheat codes, all the, oh, did you find about, out about this, this hidden thing, this secret? Did you try this glitch? Yes, I did. And most of them worked and were very fun. Um, yeah. Oh, so good. And it's something that I didn't think me as an adult would still be enjoying. I'd be like, ah, it's a kid thing. No, I'm in it. I'm still, like, if I had a Switch, I would have Sword and Shield and I'd be all about it. So, yeah, I love it. It's a lot of, it's so strange that, uh, you know, a simple... What do you do? You collect monsters and battle them against each other and uh, level them up and collect more and battle people all over the place. Uh, it's such a simple idea, and it has exploded into a a global thing that, uh, you know, 25 years later, we're all still playing and talking about it. So very cool. Happy birthday, I guess. Pokemon, is that is that fair? <laughs> is that what we're saying here? Um, there was also a concert, a weird concert thing with Post Malone. He released... Uh, well, they released the cover of, what, what was it? Hootie and the Blowfish. Ah, what was the song? I can't remember now. I know I shared it, but um, yeah, so I watched that for about, I don't know, 30 seconds before I realized that, A, it's weirdly animated, like he himself was also strangely animated into like the world, and I don't know any Post Malone songs. So <laughs> so that wasn't for me, but uh, the celebration, apparently they're doing more things throughout the month, maybe throughout the rest of the year. I don't even know. but. Yeah, so there you go. Happy birthday. Happy 25th birthday. You can rent a car, Pokemon. There you go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wanted to talk about that because I love the franchise and, you know, I've fallen off a bit because, well, because I don't have the newer system to play, but still enjoying it all these years later. So there you go. Uh, all right, bit of a bummer news before we get to the thing. The inventor of the cassette, Lou Ottens. Ottens? Ottens? I don't know how you say his name. He passed away this week, 94 years young. What a life, huh? 94 years. Uh, yeah, he invented the cassette, or at least had a, a very big hand in inventing the cassette. He worked for Philips, and he said, hey, we need to come up with a, a better way for people to listen to their music on the go. And so he invented a little, a little guy cassette, and it took over. I grew up on cassettes and, well, records, cassettes, the radio, honestly, and then CDs came in, and now, I don't know, you beam it into your head somehow? Is that a thing that happens yet? 
I imagine that's where we're going, right? Is that where we're uh, we're headed? We're going to beam the into our heads if we don't do it already. I can't do that yet, but I'm old, so I'm old-fashioned, I should say. Um, yeah, so I just actually found a cassette of mine that I recorded some guitar stuff on. It was pretty tight. Uh, I also found on that tape that I recorded some vocals, early, very early demos of the EP, and oh boy, those vocals were not good. Uh, <laughs> so I'm glad that they didn't uh, they didn't get out. But the instrumental stuff, I got to say, it's weird. I was a better guitarist in 2006 than I am today. And that's probably because I was playing every day and actively trying to learn stuff and not just kind of messing around writing songs. I was like, oh, how do I do this? How do I get there? Um, so yeah, it's a difference. There's quite a difference between my guitar playing today and my guitar playing from then. But it was a nice find. My EP sounds like a cassette, and that's on purpose because, well, I love how cassettes, I love how music sounds on cassette, and also my board is very noisy. So I figured let's kind of lean into it and make the noise sound intentional. A little peek behind the curtain. So again, many thanks to Danny Schmitz for making that happen and making me sound, uh, well, not like complete garbage. So thank you, good sir. Go stream my EP, everybody. Um, yeah, how about that? Me promoting my stuff. So who doesn't love cassettes, right? So um, yeah, just wanted to pass that along. If you have any cassettes, I don't know, spin them in uh, memoriam, I guess, in, in loving memory. I don't know. I wanted to mention a news thing and talk about cassettes and how wonderful they are or something. Whatever. In any case, speaking of cassettes, what do you do with them, Pat? We're younger than you. What do we do with cassettes? You play music on them, kids, or books on tape. If you uh, go back that far, I should do a book on tape. Man, that'd be fun, right? Doug, let's do a book on tape together. You make the cassette, I'll read the story. It'll be great. Or it'll be a disaster. I don't know. But anyway, (laughs) smooth transition. We got a song this week from our friends, the Nearly Deads. Full disclosure, I was having trouble deciding between playing the latest tunes from the Nearly Deads or Brawny, dear friend of the show as well. And then I flipped a coin right before I uh, started recording. So we landed on the Nearly Deads, and uh, Brawny will be either next week or the following week. Might have an interview coming up soon, so who knows. But in any case, today uh, we're going to spin the latest song from the Nearly Deads. It is called Punk Rock Kitty Cat, and it's exactly, it's about what you think it is. So yes, thenearlydeads.com. I think the Nearly Deads is their handle on all the social places. All that will be in the show notes. But for now, uh, again, new music from our friends, the Nearly Deads, here inside the Melted Pat on the Next Level Network.
And there you have it, our friends, the Nearly Deads, with their latest punk rock kitty cat here inside the Melting Pat. How about that? Wow, did not expect that last one. I don't know why I didn't, but there you go, the Next Level Network. Thank you to our dear friends, the Nearly Deads. No riff, Pat? Ah, I forgot to listen to the thing. I gotta go do stuff. Um, All right, so there you go. Again, thenearlydeads.com, and uh, follow them on Spotify and uh, Facebook and Twitter and all that. And also on Twitch. They are on Twitch pretty often, from what I can tell. So go check them out there again. The links to all of that will be in the show notes for you. All right? All right. So if you do not like sports, this is your time to uh, get on out of here. TheNextLevelNetwork.com, Facebook.com, slash TheNextLevelNetwork for all of our shows. You know the drill. I'm everywhere at The Melting Pat. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram.com, and Twitch. 209-867-7638. Send a text. Leave a voicemail with your questions, comments, concerns observations, and of course, corrections. I thank you for hanging out today. I'll talk to you next week. For the rest of us, we got a couple of sports notes, and then hopefully we'll hear from the captain, and then that will be that for the show. First one, let's do well, let's do the baseball one first, because the next one will lead into uh, the captain, I hope. So the news came down this week that the Texas Rangers will allow full capacity in their stadium on opening day. Um. All right, I said at the top that people are getting vaccinated, people are getting relief, we're able to, uh, some of us are able to, you know, go do things, and that's great. However, comma, this is not the time to uh, to open the floodgates, as it were, and let everybody just come back and do all the things. Like, we're not there yet. We are not there just yet. I know Texas just uh, came out last week and said, hey, we're lifting all the Man, the mask mandate, and we're lifting all the restrictions. Just go out there, and I don't know. Um, which I mean, I understand people want to get back to the stuff, and people need to get back to making money, and all these other things. But you have to understand that we're not there yet. Like we're not at the end of the road here. We're getting there. We are, but it's a process, and you can't just open stuff back up because you know a politician decided that it's time to do that. You have to really take into account a number of other factors that I think they're ignoring. But I have heard stories over the last year about the Rangers, and apparently ownership never really took this whole thing seriously. They still had people coming in, sitting closely to each other, and even people who could work remotely, they weren't, and all this other stuff. And it was just a whole, it was a whole mess. And it's not shocking, given that it's the Rangers and they've been doing this for a year and it's Texas and it's, you know, people are going to do what they want. And I mean, on one level, yeah, I get it. You can do that. Like you physically can do that. But should you? I don't think you should. And it's nothing about, well, stop living in fear, man, because all those people were coming out spewing all their <laughs> It's about keeping everybody healthy and getting us to a point where we can open completely without any real problems, and again, we're not there yet. So, I don't know. I wouldn't go. I mean, I think the Phillies are allowing some fans limit a limited number in April or May or something like that. I'm not going to do that yet, uh, just because, again, I'm not vaccinated, and you don't know who in that crowd is vaccinated and who has been taking this seriously and take, blah, taking all the precautions and whatnot. Um, so you just don't know. And I think this is a terrible idea, but... Nothing I can do. I'm going to stay here and hope that everybody comes out of it okay. That's what I'll say. All right. And finally, from me anyway this week, the NHL has agreed to a deal with ESPN. 
they will broadcast the Stanley Cup final from 2022 through 2028. Also, this gives Disney streaming rights because they're under the same in the same uh, family. So hockey back on ESPN, which likely means that we're going to actually get highlights on SportsCenter from the NHL and Disney Plus and ESPN Plus might be getting some NHL stuff, games or documentaries or I don't know what else, you know what else they could do, but yeah, I'm down for that. I am in for sure. I have both of those things, so I uh <laughs> I am good to go. This comes on the heels of NBC Sports, ah, NBC Sports shutting down uh I think at the end of the year or the end of the end of something. They're shutting down the network, so I guess NBC has decided that uh, sports is not, I don't know, not profitable. I don't know. Because the NHL, this deal apparently is in the several hundreds of millions, maybe. So I actually don't know. I didn't look up that number. But I don't know. Actually, you know what? I also don't know what NBC is thinking here. But I did read that they still could make a deal. So NBC and the NHL could still make a deal. But as far as I can tell, the primary uh, network for NHL for the next few years, will be ESPN. So there you go, reunited, and we'll see what else they can do for, well, for getting their games on in the U.S. So there you go. I have to ask, though, does this deal, does the NHL returning to ESPN mean that we get this theme song back? Because if it does, I'm even more in. I love that theme. I love when I get to play it on the show. It doesn't happen very often anymore, but there you go. Um, and speaking of the NHL, we're going to turn it over to the captain, who will hopefully be there to let us know what is going on with the Fly Guys. Good sir, the floor is yours. Take it away. Hey, Flyers fans. Mark back at you again with another Flyers update. Yeah. Guys, uh, unfortunately, the Flyers are in a bit of a rough patch, but they are our Flyers, and we will support them, but we will boo the heck out of what they're doing on the ice right now. I mean, seriously, it is not great, but let's do a little recap. Let's see what is going on. So last Saturday, the Flyers were in Pittsburgh, ended up losing that game four to three, and then they had the back-to-back. They came home on Sunday, ended up losing 3-1 to one versus the Capitals. But they're on home ice, and the Flyers took on Buffalo on Tuesday, ended up winning that game 5-4 to four in a shootout, but followed that up with a 5-3 loss against the Capitals on Thursday. But the Flyers are going to be right back at it. They're at home versus the Capitals today, and then they're going on a four-game road trip. They're going to be taking on the Rangers Monday and Wednesday, and then the Islanders Thursday and Saturday. So guys, a lot of this has to do with the team just not being able to score. Also, a lot of it has to do with our young goaltender, you know, Carter Hart just not being able to be as sharp as he was in the beginning. So, you know, if you don't know this already about Philly, we love you. We will idolize you when you are playing well, but we will let you hear it when you are not playing well. And Carter Hart is not playing well right now. Hey, he is a young kid, but hey, 
you are a professional. We want to see that kind of spark that we know you can have. So we're going to give them a little tough love. We're going to push them along, and we're going to hope that the veterans on this team kind of prop him up with some scoring and make it happen in front of the net so we can keep blocking some shots, get him a little confidence going, and then get back into the fight. So, guys, I love it. I love your energy. I'm going to be watching. I know you're going to be watching, too. Let's just get this team back on track. So, guys, that's it for me here inside the Melty Pad on Next Level Radio. And thank you, my friend, the Melting Path, the Next Level Network, just in case he wasn't there. But there you go. We made it. We did all the things for the show. Again, my thanks for hanging out today. Also, my thanks to the Nearly Deads. Uh, go stream their latest punk rock kitty cat. Go get it where you get your things. Again, all that stuff will be in the show notes. All right. So anything else that I'm supposed to tell you before we leave? Yes. Tomorrow, uh, it's not going to be up tomorrow, but we are interviewing Bill Oakley. One of the creators of Mission Hill, we're going to have him on for the short-lived show show. And so that show will be returning on Wednesday. Uh, we have not decided if, because we still have one episode left of Mission Hill. So we have not decided if we're going to make that like a two-part episode or like a big bonus day where I post one in the morning and one at night. I'm not sure. Um, I'll talk to Ben about that. So what I can tell you for sure, though, well, two things. Number one. We're interviewing Bill Oakley, one of the creators of Mission Hill, which I'm very excited about. And the show will be back. The short-lived show show will be back on uh, on Wednesday the 17th. So I don't know if the Bill Oakley interview will air on that day or the 24th or what. But what I can tell you for sure is we're very excited and uh, I'm very nervous to talk to Bill Oakley. So, <laughs> so send your good thoughts. All right? Maybe? No? All right. Whatever. Short-lived show show is returning very soon. That's what I'll tell you for now. All right, so I think we're good. I think we are good. My friends, thank you so much for hanging out today. This has been an 8-Boiler production. G-Loving Special Sauce with Cold Beverage. Almost forgot what I was going to say. Uh, they're going to play us out, as they always do. Philadelphonic.com for more from them. That's all. We did it. We made it out of the thing. Until next time, have fun. Be safe. Thank a veteran. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Get vaccinated when you can. And of course, don't do anything I wouldn't do. You've been inside the Melting Pat on the Next Level Network. Go crap open a cold one. Yo, could I get a cold beverage? I need some leverage. A sweaty outside, a lemonade will be nice. Stop a fight from the top to a BK. Got a bar crop of drinks, but cross got the bait on the front porch. I got some ice tea. If you like a taste of tea, then come along with me. Summertime is steaming, don't give me no bugs. Glass some ice and a dash of a mess, martini time. Yeah, yeah, feeling cold and bring your own beverage. From the fat and real good sounding Chocolate egg cream, yo, on ten cherry crowns And for a chill bar, marshals and my ride While I was to the right, they got bad business Out of me, a hot coffee, then fill it up with ice What a man, it's like it's free Please fix me a large slice Summertime is cool, the heat is getting old Yeah, I have a beverage, say so it's cold Cold, 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 cold He's suddenly from the bar Yeah, I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah I like cold beverage, yeah uh-huh.
I'm feeling kind of party. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge, stick it in the fridge. Go, go, work the cold one. Go, go, work the cold one. What? Go, go, work the cold one. Go, go, work the cold one. Yo, where I'm fishing? One thing clear, the bait's over there, the brew's right here. Two six packs in a big bag of ice. Th- and you look at the bite, but the brew tastes nice. nice. Back to the ball. So every jack of reason I collide. Need a whole lot of them full drinks. They got me up on the must die. I'm the Kool-Aid kid. When you serve my drink, please stick it in the fridge. Cause I like cool beverage. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm kinda thirsty. Yeah. I like cool beverage. Yeah. Yeah.